You're listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with your dating coach, Trip from TripAdvice.com. Do you struggle with getting girls to like you? You'll learn step-by-step how to talk to girls to create deep connections, whether it be for <laughs> one night of wild fun, a one-week fling. Are you currently involved in a sexual relationship? Or for a lifelong partner. Full of long-lasting pleasure. Here's your host, Trip. Hello and welcome to the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I am your host, Trip from tripadvice.com, and we are here on episode number seven. And if you're just tuning in for the first time, then a massive welcome to you. This podcast, if you don't already know, is about helping you get more dates, have an incredible sex life, and even get a hot girlfriend. And every episode, I'm going to teach you new tips and tricks and techniques to help you attract and date the women of your choice. And if you end up getting results or enjoy listening to the podcast, do me a big favor. Subscribe to the podcast and even help us out by writing a review. Because if you write a review, then everyone gets to hear about how amazing the podcast is. And then we grow and the podcast grows And then your fellow man will find it and he will get good at dating. So it's important that we get these reviews and uh, please do so. Please subscribe and I'll be putting out more and more podcasts for you. And if you want to learn more about my past and who I am, go ahead and check out tripadvice.com slash about. Okay, it's tripadvice.com with two P's slash about. And you can hear about how I got into this, how I became a dating coach and uh, how I can help you get better with women. Now, if you need more help and you want a question answered on the podcast, all you got to do is call the How to Talk to Girls hotline, okay? And you can leave a voicemail, and that's 323-432-0025. Again, 323-423, sorry, 323-432-0025. That is a mouthful. And you must be 18 or older to get your question answered. And if you leave a voicemail, just want to let you know that you are allowing Kramer Media Inc. to have the rights to use it on this podcast. And you can ask any questions you really have on dating, sex, relationships, attraction. Go ahead, ask away, call in. You can even email us too at trip at tripadvice.com. Just put in the subject podcast question and we will answer it for you. And for listening... I give you a free gift. Yes, that's right, a free gift that is just for you, the podcast listener. This is for nobody else. It's not listed on my website. It is just for you. And the free gift is a 17-minute hidden cam video of one of my students approaching two hot girls during the day, and I give a full detailed commentary and breakdown. Okay, so he's flirting with them. He attracts them. He gets their number. He has amazing conversation. And what I do for you is I help explain in thorough detail why he says what he says, how everything out of his mouth actually helps him get these girls attracted. And after you watch this, you'll be able to use some of the techniques and concepts in the video to confidently talk to girls that you are attracted to. Again, it's a 17-minute video. It's only for you, my podcast listener. Get that at tripadvice.com slash podcast dash gift. Again, that's tripadvice.com slash podcast dash gift. And if you've already gotten the gift and you've heard this intro, you know, the past six times or maybe a million times because 
you're going back and you're listening to this episode, well, I'm sorry because you have to hear it again. But don't worry because that is now over and we can go into today's topic, which is first dates. Yes, over the past 10 years, I've really perfected the first date. I've had a lot of crappy dates and also a lot of amazing ones. And I've been through a lot, trust me, and I've, I've made a lot of mistakes for you. I feel like I've made all these mistakes so I can come here on podcasts like these to help you out. So today what I want to do is I want to break down for you how to create an amazing first date and more importantly, what to talk about on a first date. Okay, so you're going to know answers to questions like, what are you supposed to say when you first meet her? What are the best questions to ask? What are the best topics of conversation? And how can you get her to kiss you at the end of the night? Okay, all of this is going to be answered on today's episode. And if you understand how to create an amazing first date, then she's going to want to see you again. That's why it's so important to really nail the first date. Okay, she'll want to see you again. She'll want to go out with you. And if you don't do so well, if you fail to make a good impression on the first date, the chances are slim that you're going to be able to continue dating her or potentially seeing her again. So that's why we're doing this episode, so you can learn how to be good on the first date so that doesn't ever happen and you do see her again. Okay, a successful first date what will that lead to? Well, obviously more dates. It's going to lead to amazing sex. It can even lead to a potential girlfriend. So again, as uh, as much as I said it already, first dates, very important. Okay, so let's get to some of the advice on how to have an amazing first date. Okay, so let's start from the beginning. Let's imagine at this point, the date is already set up. Okay, let's make this easy. And just assume that this is a date where you guys have decided to get a drink, okay? So I think that's, by the way, a really good idea for a first date. I always say, invite her to go get a drink with you. And again, this is like hopefully an alcoholic drink. Uh, if you're under the age of 21 and you're listening to this, you know, maybe going and getting a smoothie or getting some coffee is fine. But just make sure that you're doing the first date at night. What I don't want you to do is do a first date that is a date during the day. Why is this bad? This is bad because you really want to create more of a intimate, flirty, sexual uh, kind of tone with the first date. And it's difficult to do that if you end up doing a date, a first date, during the day. Okay, and again, I'm just talking about the first date here. It's different if you're on a second, third, fourth date, and so on. But for the first date, make it very date-like, okay? And dates are normally at night, okay? It uh, it just brings a more kind of sexual energy, okay? Because it's nighttime and she gets to dress up and you get to look good, right? And obviously more times than not, sex happens for the first time at night or really ever, you know? So a lot of times uh, sexual activity is happening when it's dark out. And so that is some of the psychology behind having the first date be at night, Okay, so let's go back here. I got a little off track. Now, let's say you guys decided to have a drink. You decide to meet at the place. So at this point, you're not picking her up or anything like that. Again, I'm just setting up what a first date is supposed to look like and feel like so you understand what to do, okay? 
So you decide to meet her out. You get to the place. You see her at a bar. What's the first thing that you do? Can you guess for a second? What will be the first thing you do to maximize results on a first date? Okay, the first thing you do when you see her is you want to give her a hug. That's right. You want to give her a hug the first time you see her. What this is going to do is this is going to tell her that basically you're sub-communicating to her that you are making the date uh, start on a sexual level, okay? Yeah, I know a hug is not super sexual, but if you're giving her a hug, then you're starting things off by touch, okay? And you want to get her feeling you and your touch. That's very important. So that's why I want you to start off by giving her a hug, okay? And it should be totally okay to give her a hug. I mean, if she's saying yes to a first date with you, a hug is totally fine, okay? Now, I don't care if she's even sitting down, okay? Make sure she gets up to give her a hug and put your arms out and, uh, you know, get her to stand up and give you a hug, okay? A hug, hello. Very important. That's how you're going to start it off. You're starting it off a little bit sexual, okay? Hey, man, sorry to interrupt. It's still me, Trip. I just wanted to let you in on something that most of my listeners don't know about. It's 10 years of my most effective techniques for meeting and seducing beautiful women condensed into this ultimate training. It's available at getherhooked.com. Don't worry if you're not attractive, rich, or don't have high status. This 10-hour online course gives you the whole system I've created for meeting and attracting the beautiful women in your town. It will help you with approach anxiety, knowing what to say to women on the street and online, how to flirt, my exact texting sequence for getting her to respond, which you can just copy and paste, and how to either get a girlfriend or have multiple one-night stands. This is everything you need to know, and it's all in this one program. Get it now at getherhooked.com. Again, that's getherhooked.com. All right, so we'll move on from there. So now... You guys are sitting at the bar. Okay, you're sitting at the bar. We're on the first date. What's the first thing that you say? Okay, here's the first thing you say. First of all, what comes out of your mouth is you need to tell her that she looks beautiful. Okay? It's not cheesy either. Okay? She will love that. Okay? You need to tell her that she looks beautiful or she looks adorable or she looks cute. Give her some sort of compliment on what she looks like because she put time into her dressing up for that night and girls will just melt if they hear that you're giving them a really nice compliment especially since they know that they took time to look good for you okay so you know that's that's the chivalrous a chivalrous move a lot of girls complain you know there's no chivalry these days but if you give her a really nice compliment then that is going to prove everything wrong okay so you said something nice to her right so now this is just you're just setting up the first date perfectly you started with a hug you gave her a nice compliment she's at the bar or maybe you got there first you're at the bar she came over whatever either way now where do you go from here right so I'm just breaking down the whole first date for you so you know exactly what to do so you have a couple of options for you to follow up from giving her the hug and then after saying that she looks beautiful, okay? Unless she somehow says something first and starts conversation, that's fine. But here's a couple options for you, okay? You either want to ask one, ask her how 
per week spin, okay? And the reason why this works and why I want you to ask her how her week spin is because this is a really good way of showing interest, a really good way of showing that you actually care, you know, how she's been. And that's a great way to start things off. A lot of guys are like, what am I supposed to say on the first date? There you go. Ask her how her week's been, how it's been going. Gives her a little time to do a couple things. She can either vent to you, you know, and it's very therapeutical for people to vent. So it's going to feel good for her to be able to say like, ah, oh, it was kind of a, a rough week and she's going to feel good talking about it. And of course, make sure you listen. Listen very carefully, okay? She wants to know that you're listening in. And uh, it also is good for her to potentially say something really cool she did, right? So she can like show off to you or say something really awesome about her week, which is also going to make her feel good, okay? So there you go. That's one of the first things you say to her when you first see her on a, on a first date, okay? You're going to ask her how her week's been. And from there, you can go into talking about whatever that is, right? Now, here's the second thing. If you want to follow up with something a little bit different, your next option is to start off with a story, okay? So that's right. You're going to start off with some sort of story, okay? Now, the story, don't just try to make up a story because I'm telling you right now to say a story. Only do this if you have something cool that happened to you during the week or something happened recently or you know, I don't know, you walked in this place and it reminded you of a, of a story from, you know, back when you went to a place that was similar to this that you really liked, okay? It doesn't matter what it is. It just has to be something interesting, okay? So you start off, again, you give her the hug, you tell her she's beautiful, and you go into telling a story like you're not going to believe it, blah, 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 blah. Again, it doesn't matter what it is. It just has to be something that's interesting. And how are you going to know if it's interesting? Well, if it's interesting to you, then it's interesting, okay? That's the test right there. If you want to tell a story and you're kind of questioning yourself, like, oh, I don't know if this is interesting because you don't really find it interesting, then it's probably not interesting. How many times can I say interesting? Probably a million. So, okay, that's what you need to do for the follow-up conversation when you first see her on the first date. Okay, this is going to start off things really smoothly. And then I want you to make sure that you're taking control of the whole date. Okay, you're making suggestions on what to order. Okay, now again, you're not ordering for her. Okay, some girls might see that as rude or chauvinistic. Don't do that. Don't take that much control. Okay, because they want to feel independent, like they don't need you to do everything for her. Okay, um, but if you can ask her what she wants, and then you take care of the ordering from there, that's a really good move, okay? I would try to do something like that, all right? Because that's just uh, really chivalrous. Again, it's another chivalrous move, just kind of taking control. It's also very, very masculine to do that. And of course, a woman is going to be attracted to you when you show your masculine qualities, okay? I know some of this stuff to you, I, there might be some guys out there, and I just want to I want to talk to the guy out there who might be saying a lot of like, this is common sense right now. This is like a lot of, duh, of course. Well, that's great. If you're saying that, then you probably don't need to be listening to this episode because it, it sounds like you're probably already doing well. But let me tell you that a lot of this stuff is common sense as simple as it seems. I don't hear any guys ever doing this and they always end up on first dates that go sour. Some of these small, very easy 
uh, normal kind of things that I'm explaining here are things that are really going to make you stick out from a lot of the other guys because as common sense as this stuff may be, a lot of guys don't do this. Okay, so trust me, this formula works if you put it into play. All right, here's another cool trick I want to teach you. Whenever you guys are doing something mundane on the date, so now that you're on the date and you might be like ordering a food or ordering some drinks, okay, the trick is this. If, if you're doing anything, again, that's just kind of boring, like whatever, make sure to always try and use that thing that you're doing to continue conversation. Okay, let me have that make sense for you. So for example, you may want to comment specifically on some of the things on the menu, right? So like I said, if you're doing a mundane activity during a date, like ordering or something like that, uh, you may want to comment on some of the things on the menu and tell a story about them. Like the first time you ever tried bacon-wrapped figs, or maybe you have a story about oysters because oysters are on the menu. Use that and comment on it. Whenever something that's going on during the date that's just a little bit kind of boring or the energy has dropped, use whatever it is that you guys are doing and comment on it, again, with some sort of like story or some kind of opinion or thought on it, okay? You can ask her if she's tried some of the stuff on the menu, all right? That's another thing to keep things going, right? So why I want you to do this is because a lot of guys would just kind of be, you know, you know, just skating through the date, no big deal, it comes to a point like you guys are ordering and things just kind of, you know, get very comfortable and normal and okay, we're looking at the menu and there's this silence and don't get me wrong, silences are totally okay during a date, but if there's any chance for you to get in there and have some more interesting conversation, I want you to use it. So look for that, okay? Now from here on out, conversation on the date should flow flow smoothly, okay? So what are some of the best topics of conversation to hit? So now that you guys are like, you've ordered your drink, or maybe you've ordered some food, or you're at the bar, what can you do to continue the conversation on the date? Well, I'll start off by saying this. And uh, you may have, if you're a big uh, viewer of my YouTube channel, you've watched some of my older videos where I have a, I actually have a first date playlist. You should check that out, uh, a first date playlist on my YouTube channel. I'll put a link in the description of the podcast so you can get that. It's, a, it's the playlist on first dates. And on one of those episodes, I talk about what not to talk about on a first date. And I'm going to name them right now. Okay, and that's politics, religion, or any sort of heavily debatable topics. Okay, I'll say that again. What do you not want to talk about on a first date? Again, that's politics, religion, or heavy debated topics. Now, I'm going to give a disclaimer here. Of course, of course, you should talk about these if this is something that is important or close to your heart, right? But if it's not, then move forward move away from these topics because it doesn't really create a sexy and fun conversation. Again, if religion is part of your life and it's important to you and politics is really important to you and those are just part of your life, you might work in politics, you might you know, work in religion. If that's the case, obviously, yes, those should definitely come up. If anything, those should have came up way before the first date to see if you guys are even compatible, right? Because I'm sure if you're very religious or you're very political, you're not going to really want to be with a girl who doesn't have the same uh, affiliations as you. But if they're not important to you, I would stay away from it. 
because it really just doesn't create a fun, sexy conversation. It just gets to the point where you guys are um, potentially arguing or debating over topics that you just don't need to be talking about on a first date. Okay, you want conversation to be fun. All right. So what should you talk about? Well, the whole idea on a date is for you two to get to know each other and to have a reason to want to see you again. That's what the whole idea behind a first date is. So what is going to make her want to see you again? Okay, I'm going to list off the, the few things here that's going to make her want to see you again. And these are all related to what you're going to be talking about that's going to make you look attractive. Okay, so first thing is, in no specific order, you're funny. Okay, guy, sorry, girls want to be with guys who are funny, who can make jokes. Maybe you make some jokes, maybe you tease her for a bit. But a guy who is funny, it turns on a girl like no other, okay? Now, you don't have to be a pure comedian. Not every guy is good at being very quick and witty. Uh, if, if I were you, the best thing to do would be to check out some, uh, some stand-up comedians and just get an idea of what kind of delivery they do. Because if you don't know how comedy works, it's all in delivery, right? Like Will Ferrell and, I don't know, me, right? We might say the same exact thing, but he's going to deliver it in a funny way. And it's also just kind of funny because he's Will Ferrell, okay? But that, that just proves my point right there. It's not what you say, it's how you say it, okay? And if you don't want to go off and study a bunch of stuff about comedy and like you have a first date tonight and you're listening to this, don't worry. Just be really lighthearted. Tease her a little bit. Make some, make any joke that you can about, you know, maybe the place that you're at or don't make fun of anyone. I just want to get that clear. Like you don't want to make fun of anyone because now you're just kind of being like a douchebag if you're just going to like say mean things about people. All right. But you know, be a little sarcastic, have a little fun and she's gonna feel more comfortable with you and start to feel more attracted to you, okay? So again, you're funny. That's one thing that's gonna make her want to see you again. The next thing, and this is kind of me sort of repeating what we said earlier, is you're interesting. And the one of the ways that you're gonna do that, one of the ways that you're gonna be interesting is by telling your stories, okay? So you have to show her that you're an interesting guy who has an interesting life. And when I say that, I don't mean that you have to be like Jacques Cousteau, crazy, you know, explorer and um, have wild, crazy stories from, you know, multiple travels around the world and you've met this famous person. Now, if any of those are true by chance, yes, definitely tell those stories. But you don't need those stories to be interesting, okay? What you really need to do is just let her know that you do have interesting times in your life. You've done cool things, okay? And I want you to open her mind to some of the things that you've done that maybe she's never heard about, right? And talk about those things. You want to be unique. You want to stand out. If you're just saying the same stuff that every other guy says on a date, guess what's going to happen? I'll tell you right now. She's not going to care to see you again because you're going to be boring, okay? So you've got to tell your stories and that's how you're going to be interesting, okay? Here's another one for you. On the date, you want to show interest in her, okay? So you need to show interest. So what does that look like? 
That means that you gotta ask her interesting questions, which we'll go to in just a little bit here, okay? You wanna ask her interesting questions. You're giving her eye contact, okay? Eye contact is really important to give about 80 to 90% of the way through the date, okay? Now, the reason why eye contact is so important is because it's showing her that you're interested in her, which is gonna turn her on. It's also showing that you're listening to her, which is going to turn her on, okay? And it's also gonna show her that you're confident and comfortable, which is going to, huh, yeah, turn her on. That's right, you said it. So that's how you're gonna show interest in her, okay? If a girl feels like the guy she was with on the date didn't show any interest whatsoever and didn't really care to be there or was bored, it's not gonna work out. She's really just not gonna want to see you again, okay? You gotta show that you're having a good time because if she's like, I don't know if he was having a good time, he wasn't even really looking at me and Blah, 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 blah. I mean, I remember one time when I went on a date with a girl and she had like the worst eye contact ever. She was looking at my shoulder the entire time. I literally thought there was something wrong with my shoulder. We were sitting at the bar. She was looking at my shoulder. I don't know why she was looking there. It was really weird. And she was beautiful, but I was completely turned off because I didn't know why she wouldn't give me eye contact. I don't know what the reason was. Maybe she was really shy. Um, but yeah, it was just really strange. Okay. So make sure you're doing that along the date. All right. Another one, your passions align. Okay. So this is another way that you're going to get her attracted to want to see you again, your passions align. So you have to find out if you guys have similar interests. Okay. You have to find out if you guys like to do the same things, or or you're interested in the same things, right? So you guys might not like, for example, I don't know, maybe you're a, you're into skydiving, okay? And she's never done it, but she like really wants to go. It's something she's really wanted to do. Well, there you go. Now your interests have aligned, okay? And it's really important from a psychological standpoint that you two have some of these things in common because it's gonna build a connection between you two. You two are gonna start to feel like you know each other, like you feel comfortable with each other, and that's gonna spark major attraction. You're gonna be more attracted to her, she's gonna be more attracted to you. You're both, including her, are gonna see a future together, and when I say that, I don't necessarily mean like marriage and all those things, but I mean, just even an immediate future, she can see you, she can see herself doing those things with you, doing those activities. She can see you guys having a fun time together. She's gonna feel like, wow, this date is not a waste of time. We have all these things in common. It's gonna be great to do those. This guy's awesome, okay? Another one is that your values align, okay? So again, uh, just to recap, like where are we right now? What are we talking about? We're just talking about like the middle chunk of the date and what you guys should be doing, what you should be doing, what you should be talking about so you can get her to want to see you again, okay? And we're on uh, the fourth one here. We're talking about your passions aligning, okay? And now we're talking about values aligning, okay? So what are values? What does this mean? These are the things that make you happy and satisfied in this world. That's how I really define values. The things that make you happy and satisfied and fulfilled, okay? So a few of those values, again, these are things that you wanna connect on with her. A few of those are family, commitment, taking on challenges, success, freedom. These are 
potentially, I don't know, you know, you'll know for yourself, these are potentially values that are important to you. Maybe you value family. You're really into your family. You're very close with your family. Okay. Uh, the next one I was saying was commitment. Okay. You maybe you value uh, being committed to things. I'm not just talking about relationships, but being committed to maybe your work or your hobbies. Who knows? You maybe you value taking on challenges. You're you're big on challenging yourself all the time, and you want to be with a person who also likes to take on challenges. Okay. Maybe you value success in life. You value maybe freedom. So maybe you value a lot of your uh, your free time, right? Or maybe building a lifestyle for yourself that includes having more freedom, okay? So that's what you kind of want to figure out. And I'm, I'm going to give you some questions that you can ask her, some fun questions too, to start really understanding if she has similar values as you. And as, you know, a little homework assignment, which I'll I'll just say now and add it on to the, the homework I have at the end of this, but you may want to figure out what are your values? What do you value the most? And this is a great exercise to do beyond the fact that you're trying to figure out what the girl values because when you know what you value, that can start to make it easy for you to outline the rest of your life and create an amazing life for yourself because you already know what's important. One of the hardest questions that that we ask ourselves is, what do we want? What do we want in this world? Once we answer that, we now have a path to take. And there's a path that's going to lead us to happiness because we know what's at the end of that journey. So figure out what your values are. All right. Now, this is a good time at this at this juncture to uh, segue into the types of questions that you will ask her so you can find out, again, if you have similar values and interests. Okay? So I would ask her, fun and engaging questions that really tell who a person is. So I'm going to go ahead and I'll list off about like seven questions that I just came up with. I've used before. Some of my students who I've coached have used before. Some great engaging fun questions to be able to tell what kind of person you're sitting across from. And here's the cool part. Not only will it tell you what kind of person that this girl is, but it's going to make conversations so fun because these are really questions that you have to think about, okay? So here's the seven questions. First one is, what would be the only thing that she would bring to a deserted island, okay? So you'll say, okay, if you can only bring one thing to a deserted island, what would it be? And if you want to go more specific, you can, like if it had to be one book, one piece of food, whatever it is, okay? Think about that for a sec. And the next one, What's the most favorite day she's ever had in her life? What's the most favorite day she's ever had in her life? So you'll say, so what's the most favorite day you've ever had? Okay. The next one is, what's the toughest decision you've ever had to make? What's the toughest decision you've ever had to make? That's going to tell a lot about a person. Okay. Here's another one. What would you do with your last day on earth? That's my favorite right there. What would you do with your last day on earth? Can you imagine for a sec? Can you imagine what that would be like? Here's another one. Who do you admire? Who do you admire? Find out who she admires. And then you'll notice the way she answers that question, whoever she admires, she values the character qualities of that person. Okay, so that's going to give you a lot of hints to what kind of person that she wants to be and 
who she'll align with the best as a match, okay? Another one is, when are you most yourself? That's, that's an interesting one, but I wanted to put it on here because it's interesting how people, at, uh, how people answer that question. So you can ask her like, so when are you most yourself? Like when are you you? When are you not putting on a show? When are you the most you? Okay. And she might say like, you know what, I'm always me. I'm always being me. But you'll, you'll get a few people who might say like, you know what, I'm most myself when I'm doing X, Y, and Z. And X, Y, and Z might be when she's doing like her favorite thing in the world, her hobby, whatever it is. Again, she might say, I'm most myself when, you know, I'm uh, with my friends, having a good time, and shopping at the mall. Okay. I don't know. Maybe that's when she's most comfortable. Who knows? Okay. Here's the last one. And again, you can ask other questions than these, but these will give you a good uh, start to getting to know a girl. Okay. The next one is, Sort of similar to the last one, but it's a little bit different. What makes you feel most alive? What makes you feel most alive? Okay. Now, you don't need to ask all these questions on a date, but keep in mind, you know, a few of these and make sure that you have answers for the questions that you ask on a date because she will most likely be asking you back. Okay. So make sure that you have an answer to all of those questions because she's going to be like, what about you? When are you most yourself? Who do you most admire? What's the most favorite day that you've ever had in your life? She's going to ask you those. So make sure you have a good, solid answer. Okay. Okay. Now that you've had an interesting conversation, you've been funny, you've been interesting, you've shown interest in her, your passions align, right? Oh, you're just knocking it out of the park with this date. Okay. Everything's going super well. How do you go for the kiss? Well, first of all, the question is, how do you know to go for the kiss? Well, I'll tell you what. If you can nail most of those things that we just talked about, again, interesting conversation. You've been funny. You're making jokes. You're telling interesting stories. She seems engaged. You're giving good eye contact. You're showing interest. Your passions align fully. Okay, You guys have core values that are similar, and you guys have similar hobbies. It's just going amazing. Okay. When that's happening, that means you can go for the kiss, all right? So how do you go for the kiss? Okay, well, here's the trick. Here's the trick, the big trick. Don't ask her, okay? Don't tell her, don't ask her. Instead, at the end of the date, when you two are walking out, stop and grab her hand and look into her eyes. Don't say a word. Don't say a word. And then after two to three seconds of just like a quick little silence, you go for it. So again, at the end of the date, when you two are walking out of the bar or the place, just walk for a second, stop, grab her hand, look into her eyes, don't say a word, and then two to three seconds of silence, and then you go for the kiss. It's that simple. Okay, that's simple. And that's how you're going to do it. That's how you're going to have an amazing date. So there you have it. Now, don't forget to get your free gift at tripadvice.com slash podcast dash gift. And then you can see one of my students doing an amazing approach, which is going to show you how to get their number. Okay, that's tripadvice.com slash podcast dash gift. And check out my latest blog post. It's, uh, it's the five best books 
for the up and coming ladies man okay that's something else you can check out on my website after you've listened to this podcast and gotten your gift i just wanted to make a little announcement that you can learn what i believe are the best five books to learn from in terms of getting better with women check out those five books just go to tripadvice.com slash blog and uh, there it is on the blog. You'll see it's the five you know, essential books. And uh, I'm going to also teach you on the blog post how to learn from them, which is really cool. So make sure to check that out. All right, let's go into our next segment here, which is Q&A, where I answer your personal questions that you send in. If you have any questions for the podcast, just write me an email, trip at tripadvice.com, and put the subject as podcast question. Go ahead, write your question in the email with as much information as you can give us. And the questions can be anything related to dating, conversation, flirting, attraction, sex, relationships, or women. Go ahead, send them in. You have to be 18 or older to do so. And also, if you don't want to write and you want to speak it out, go ahead and call the hotline, 323-432-0025. Again, call the hotline and you can just leave a voicemail there and we'll uh, we'll showcase you on the podcast. I'll answer your question, 323 432 0025. So let's go to the question of the week. This comes from Anonymous. Hi, Trip. I'm getting straight to the point. I live in Albania and the city where I live is too small. And it happens that you see a person two to three times a day. And I don't have approach anxiety. But my problem is that if I approach a girl and she rejects me, I might happen to see her the next day. And she might be with her friends and make a joke about that. Not that I care. But it's not easy, and I don't know how to deal with this. That's my biggest problem from Anonymous. All right, so that's his biggest problem when it comes to dating and girls. He lives in Albania, and he only sees a few people a day, so he's afraid to like, you know, approach a bunch of girls, and then all of a sudden he's approached all these girls, and everyone's rejected him, and it's kind of, it's kind of nerve-wracking, right? That, that could be a little scary. I could totally see that. Like, you're just going out, and you're talking to so many girls, and you get rejected by all of them, and they're all talking about it. It's you know a lot different than living in like a big city like L.A., New York, Chicago, Miami, Toronto, wherever. Okay, so here's my advice for you, Anonymous. You might want to, at this point, since there's not many girls in your city, you might want to pick carefully who you go after, okay? I wouldn't hit on everyone you talk to. But if you are interested in a lot of girls, of course you should go after them. I never want you to not go after a girl um, just because there's only a few in your town, you know, go for it. But you want to really pick carefully who you're going to talk to and flirt with. If you're just doing it to do it, probably not the best idea since you live in a small town. Here's the trick. Here's what I want you to do. I would try to friend zone the girls first and get them out and start to build a social circle. And then from there, try and hit on the girls that you're interested in. That way, here's what you'll be doing. You'll be minimizing rejection because you'll be getting the girls initially interested in you at first instead of just kind of cold approaching, which means just going up to a random girl and you know starting to hit on her. So for you, I would approach a lot of girls, friend zone them, don't flirt with them so you have no chance of getting a rejection at first. And then get them all out, text them, call them, email them, Skype them, whatever you got to do, get them out, and then you flirt with them since uh, you've already kind of made contact with them. And you can 
really, you'll kind of know which girls are interested in you when you start to hang out with them more. And therefore, you're not going to have to suffer so much rejection. And what I want you to do is check out the video on my channel called How to Tell if a Girl is Interested in You. I'll leave the link in the description. Uh, but check that out. That's going to teach you how to know if a girl is interested in, interested in you. And then you'll be able to tell you know, whether or not you can hit on her. And if you can, then you're not going to get rejected. That's the beauty of it. So it, what basically your situation, as I'm telling you, is you're just uh, taking a little bit more time to actually pull the trigger and, and hit and on or flirt with some girls. You're just extending the process a little bit and being a little bit more careful just because you know it's tough in a really small town where you don't want to be known as like the player by just like hitting on every girl uh, and then all of a sudden you're out of girls. But my guess is you probably live in a big enough of a town to talk to a lot of girls. So this might not even be an issue to begin with. Uh, you'd be surprised how many girls there really are. But yeah, there's my advice for you, bud. Okay, moving on to our next segment. Really excited about this one this week. This is Dude of the Week. This is one of the segments on the show where I talk about an inspirational guy from history or even from today, even sometimes a fictional character, and talk about some of the ways that you can learn from him and emulate him to be a more attractive man. Sometimes it's going to be someone you know, sometimes it won't be, but I want to pick people based on certain character traits that I find valuable and that I find strong, okay? So, without further ado, drum roll, please. Our dude of the week is William Kamkwamba. All right, William Kamkwamba. I hope I, I'm saying that right. So, I picked out William. I don't think many of you have probably heard of him, although he's done a TED Talk before that was pretty popular. William did something amazing. William was born into poverty in Africa, in a place called Malawi, all right? I hope I'm saying that right too, okay, Malawi in Africa. And what happened was this. Because of a famine in his town, he ended up dropping out of school, so he couldn't go to school anymore. So what he ended up doing, because of the fact that he couldn't go, into, go back to school, was he would go to and visit the library frequently to learn about one of his passions, which was electronics. So he'd go like as much as he could to the library, read a lot of books, learn about electronics. And what this guy did, again, this is like a pretty uneducated guy in terms of schooling, but he educated himself. He ended up building this kind of makeshift windmill in his small town so they could get electricity. How amazing is that? This guy on his own read up in Africa, in some libraries, about electricity and electronics. And he built his own windmill based off of that to get his small town electricity, and it worked. I mean, just incredible. Imagine the motivation right there. And imagine what you could do if you had that kind of motivation. Can you just, oh man, can you just imagine? So speaking of motivation, let's go into the motivational quote. And of course, as always, the motivational quote comes from the dude of the week, which is William Kamkwamba. He says this, I would tell most young people that in life, you can go through many difficulties. 
But if you know what you want to do, if you can focus and work, then in the end, you will end up doing it. No matter what happens, if you don't give up, you will succeed. I mean, come on. I don't know what's more motivational than that. That's an amazing quote right there from William Kamkwamba. All right, so this is nearing the end of the episode for today, episode number seven, where we're talking about first dates. And uh, I want to give you the homework. That's right. If you haven't listened to this podcast before, then I want to let you know I give out homework because we're teaching you lessons here. Each week I give you out action items that you can do. Now I know that you're listening into this podcast because you want to learn about how to talk to girls and get hot girls to like you so you can date them and have wild experiences with them. So if you want to truly succeed at this, then it's important, and I'm telling you as a coach, as someone who's learned this stuff, it's important that you take this information and you use it to get tangible results. I want you to get results. This is my passion, all right? So speaking of the, the quote we just said, you know, in terms of, of not giving up until you succeed, one of my passions is helping other guys get success with women. And I will not stop until I've helped as many men as possible. And I know that in order to do that, I need to teach these guys, which is you, to take the information and use it. So I've made it easy for you by giving you homework on every episode. And today's homework is I want you to answer some of the engaging questions that you will ask on a date, okay? Figure out what your answers will be to the engaging questions that we asked above and start to think about the interesting stories of your life so that you can share those stories when you're on a date, okay? So that's kind of like, this is like prep almost for the dates that you're gonna have that you end up going on. You'll know the kind of questions to ask, you'll have answers to the questions, and you'll know the interesting stories that you can tell, and that's gonna make your dates, and especially your first dates, exceptional, okay? So that's it for today. Go ahead, get your free gift at tripadvice.com slash podcast gift to see a real live interaction of one of my students picking up two hot girls. And don't forget, please leave a review, subscribe to the podcast to get weekly episodes. We really, really appreciate it here on How to Talk to Girls. And of course, you can always call the hotline to get your questions answered, 323-432-0025. Thanks again for listening, and I'll see you next time on How to Talk to Girls. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and write a review. Over 18 and want a question answered on the podcast? Email all your questions to trip at tripadvice.com.